Well, I named him Bob. And he goes around my house just mopping the floors and he's picking up Abby, the golden retriever's dog hair, which let me tell you is like everywhere. Well, Bob is my iRobot mopping floor cleaning robot, and he does a really good job. But let me tell you, he got stuck behind the bathtub in the master bath. And then also he went too close into a cabinet in the living room. And so I had to pick him up and actually show him like another part of the house, a hallway that he missed. But it was really funny because when I picked up Bob and I moved into a hallway, the alert came on my phone that said, your Roomba looks like it just fell off a cliff. <laughs> I thought that was so funny. I mean, you know, so anyway, so Bob is new and he's learning to clean the house and he's creating this map, Roomba Room. Mm. Oh, <laughs> I know. Hey, listen, welcome to Tech Refresh. It's your weekly fun show about all things digital. I'm Kim Commando, of course, and joining us, we have our very own amazing content queen, Allie Selgman. Hello there, Allie. Welcome. Hello. And what will you be sharing with us to make us smarter? Well, I'm going to tell you all about the rough start for former President Trump's new app, and I'm going to tell you about my five-minute computer cleanup. I'm going to patent this. I'm going to market it. We're going to make it a thing because it's awesome. <laughs> oh, it's amazing. And then, of course, we have our battery bad boy and trusty news director at Commando.com, Ben Bradley. Hello there, Ben. What do you have coming up? Well, when you think things can't get any worse for Peloton, you know, we find out this week it's not just the company that's corroding. Uh, that, that pun plays in later, so stay tuned. <laughs> and I have an easy way to keep track of all the streaming shows you watch in one place. Nice. And then, of course, we have our very own magnificent millennial, Matthew Heffel. So, Matt, give us a hint about what the internet is buzzing about. Um, so I'm going to be talking about something that's going around TikTok. And all I'm going to tell you is that if you meet up a Gen Z person or anybody a millennial, just say uncut jams and they'll know what you're talking about. So we'll get to that. <laughs> <laughs> oh, you know what? I'm going to do that. Say, wait, say it again one more time. Uncut jams. Just like that. <laughs> ja uncut, uncut jams. Yeah, just like that. Uncut jams. Okay, perfect. All right. And then don't forget the very end of our podcast. I tell a joke that is so good. Oh my gosh. You're going to laugh until next week's episode. And I have to tell you, I was laughing so hard at this joke. I mean, and Barry's like, what are you laughing at? I'm like, mm, nothing. I'll tell you later. Anyway, it's about a robot that knows when you lie. That's right. Mm -hmm. And just a quick reminder to rate, review, subscribe, and follow Tech Refresh. Tell all your family members and friends about it. And we're brought to you by the current newsletter. I don't know if you checked it out yet. Tech news and tips that you can use right now. It's absolutely free. There's no ads. Exclusive links, exclusive videos, and you can get it by going to this website, getthecurrent.com. Once again, that's getthecurrent.com. And we're going to start with the news, some important tech developments to keep you in the know. And let's talk about Russia. Russia's invasion, can it really harm the average American like any of us, like you and me? And the answer is, you probably haven't thought about it, but yes, it can. Because the only people are like, like, it's Russia, it's the Ukraine. What does it have to do with us, okay? With our sanctions against Russia, they very well retaliate. Uh, we were talking about fiber optic cables can be cut, satellites carrying our internet traffic, our banking. Think of everything. The water treatment, power plants, the power grid, the cellular phones. Our GPS network could go down and further harming the supply chain, trucking, transportation. I mean, this is all really possible, really horrible news. Now, I'm not saying that you all need to go into like full survivalist mode. You know, we're going to go off the grid. We're going to get our dehydrated food and we're going to have water and gold and guns and all that other stuff. But, but we are also dependent upon technology right now that you really need to think about it. You do need to prepare. So don't rely solely on debit or credit cards. You want to take a small amount of cash and keep it hidden away. 
Uh, keep your car's tank at least half full and have a month's worth of prescription drugs at home. I mean, batteries and flashlights, Ben, you, I know, are going to be prepared <laughs> for set. this. I am sick. Okay. <laughs> uh, and some extra canned goods in the pantry. And I know, Allie, you're still, are you still baking bread? I have moved on. My latest venture is making homemade danishes, and they're mm. so good. Yeah. Oh my God. All right. So when all this <laughs> all this breaks out, we're going to Allie's house for breakfast. For danishes <laughs> and Ben's house for batteries. But you know, think about with our cell phones. It's already happened when we had this massive interruption of America's cellular network. I mean, when Michael Jackson died, what, 13 years ago, so many people were calling one another that the nation's mobile phone system became overwhelmed and unusable. Hurricane Sandy flooded lower New York City in 2012. And again, cell phones were the first service to go. But 60% of people, quoting now, say they could not cope without having their smartphone for more than a day. So if America is hit with cyber attacks, fallout from Russia, the Ukraine invasion, expect your phone to be the first target. So now is the time to get to work on a personal plan of what you and your family are going to do without a smartphone. And Matt, I mean... What are you going to do without TikTok? <laughs> just wondering. I'm starting to have a panic attack just thinking about it a little bit. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> you know, but speaking of Russia, I don't know if you've heard about this. Russia is launching their very own Netflix. Right? It's going to have like this limited catalog. They're calling it Nightflix. <laughs> oh, okay. All right. Ben, now you know I have two Pelotons, right? I do. I'm going to try oh. to be nice. But I mean, <laughs> okay. some of the stuff going comes on? out, I can't even... We're going to take you back a little bit because it, we need to figure out how we got here because a lot of people don't know Peloton was actually founded 10 years ago, right? And they already had a following um, before the world shut down. Didn't go well at first when they uh, went public in 2019. And then that was followed by the whole Peloton wife commercial. You remember that? <laughs> oh, um, that was bad. And then 2020 happens. Everyone's home baking their own bread, you know? Uh, Peloton just explodes. Bikes and treadmill, $1,500, $4,000, didn't matter. Recalls over defective parts, led to injuries. No big deal. They couldn't keep up with demand. Uh, January 2021, Peloton's stock price hits about 130 bucks a share. Okay? That's, that's, Jeez. but then th that's a year ago. Things start to change. Places reopen. People want to get outside. Uh, major, no, stay yeah, honest. Major TV characters start <laughs> dying on Pelotons. So, you know, they're characters. So, Happy New Year 2022, Peloton ceases production of the new equipment. CEO steps down, 2,800 layoffs. That's 20% of the workforce. All caught up now? Because now we've got a little <laughs> bit more bad news. So, you know, this <laughs> just came to light. But last year, there was apparently this secret company initiative called Project Tin Man. Now, you hear that... Project whatever, and it usually means the company's working on some kind of cool new product. Yes, that new technology. Don't... Something. Yeah. It's going to be like an amazing, amazing update to the Peloton. Mm, yeah, not, right. Not this time. No. Financial Times no? uh, spoke with a few former and current warehouse employees, and it seems that uh, Peloton at some point last year started getting all these shipments from one of their suppliers with issues, you know, rust and corrosion on non-visible parts, like inside the frames, inside the tubes. And, you know, this is 2021, so there's still demand, and they don't want any more recalls. So instead of returning these, like, some 6,000 bikes to the supplier, uh, the report says Peloton Brass decided to make this whole Project Tin Man, 
and uh, make it a working policy to conceal the rust with some kind of chemical solution. Like, no, it's fine. Slap that on there. It's fine. You know, keep shipping them out. Now, there's no indication so far if this is going to lead to another recall. Um, But it's just another sign of the whole Peloton falling. Now, can I I check my Peloton to see if it was part of Project Tin Man? I mean, is there like, I could type in my serial number of my bike? I haven't seen anything yet. Am I going to be like riding the bike? And I mean, if I'm riding the bike, is it just going to be like fall apart? Well, spokesperson was like, oh, no, we, you know. We tried to correct the rust issue, but there was no indication that it was going to cause any kind of like, you know, it would affect like the uh, the frame, the frame's durability. Oh. So that's what they say. But, uh, you know, like I said, January 2021, 130 bucks a share. With everything that's happened right now, depending on the day, it's about 27 bucks a share. Oof. Yeah. Now, I heard that Amazon or Nike uh, was going to buy Peloton. Is well, that still out there? Is that rumor still there? That was like right before the CEO stepped down. Like Amazon was circling, Nike was circling. Now that's kind of backed off. Now that they're they're kind of restructuring, but you know uh, this whole thing, the whole this whole trust issue. You ever going to say this stuff? I guess you can't spell trust without rust. <laughs> Ooh, that was a good one. Well, you know, I have a note here. Wait, I, I, I printed this out. Let me see if I can find it. Okay, wait. Here it is. Okay. Uh, Thomas in Orlando sent me this note the other day. You have to listen to this. Dear Cam, I know that you have a few Peloton bikes. Um, my wife was worried that she was going to get fat. And just because her sisters are fat, her mom's fat, her grandmother's fat too. So I went out and I bought her a Peloton. And guess what? She broke the cycle. <laughs> oh, that was from Thomas in Orlando. Thank you, Thomas. All right. Allie, what do you have for us? All right. I am about to say the word Trump a lot. And so this is a good time to remind you, we do not talk about politics on this podcast. Um, it's a tech podcast. And I'm talking about this story because there has been a lot in the news about the former president's new social media app. Okay. It's called Truth Social. And the launch was Rocky. Uh, that's kind of the nicest word I can use for it. It did I was not go say, well. That was nice. <laughs> yeah, it went live just before midnight, and then anybody who had pre-ordered, um, it automatically downloaded for them. And this was from the Apple App Store. There is no Android version yet, but we'll get to that in a minute. So, came out at midnight. The next day, it was number one in the social networking category in the App Store. So, okay, lots of people downloading. But then the bad news started. Uh, Registration was difficult or impossible for lots and lots of people. Mm -hmm. Error messages, a lot of people just getting some kind of failure to set up your account message. They couldn't do anything about it. If you did get... Was it just too much demand? Was it just too much demand? It was, yeah. Um, There was a 13-hour outage because of all the traffic. Uh, So that happened in the first day, which was not good. If you could get past the registration, you were added to a wait list Um, There was one reporter from Business Insider. She signed up, and she got a notification that she was number 157,120 on the wait list. Uh, After 30 minutes, she was at number 77,000. So, um, All right, so they're making some progress. Yeah. I mean, you know, you have to, you know, whether you like Trump or you hate Trump, it doesn't matter. Anytime that you are going to do something on a massive scale, I mean, it's not just... 
this app that didn't make it to fruition when they opened the doors. I mean, even just what the couple of weeks ago with the QR code on the Super Bowl, they didn't anticipate exactly. That type Everybody of scanned that code to go to Coinbase, and the Coinbase website was down. It happens with these big releases. They say that everything is going to be fully functional in March. Um, now, I mentioned Android. Now, let's be very clear: there is no Android version of this app yet. Uh, but you wouldn't know that going to the Google Play Store because there was an app up called MAGA Hub Truth Social Trump. Okay, so everybody oh, searching for Truth Social got right? to that one. Now, it's been up since August, last August, but I am willing to bet they added that Truth Social to the name just recently to capture all this interest. And that one hit about 100,000 downloads. It is now gone from the App Store, so you can't find it. Um, if you do have it on your phone, you should get rid of it. Um, it, of course, had a $28 in-app purchase. Wasn't really clear oh, what it did. They just wanted your money. No way. Mm-hmm. Really? Yeah. And the best part was it signed people up for, get this, a global group chat with everybody who used the app. Oh, wow. <laughs> oh, there was a reporter from Insider who signed up for it, and they said it was basically just this constant stream of memes and posts and messages, and it was absolutely wild. So the reviews, of course, were people just saying like, uh, I feel like I got tricked into signing up for this. So yeah, you did. Watch out. Uh, there isn't going to be an Android app anytime soon. Um, they will start talking about it. So if you go search for it now, you might end up with some other junk on your phone. And really, I would say if you want the iPhone version, wait a little bit till they work at all the kinks. Yeah, definitely want to do that. You know, why isn't Trump allowed in the White House? Do you know why? Why? Because it's for Biden. <laughs> uh, <laughs> all right, Matt, Daft Punk, what? Yes. So last night I'm sitting in my room and all of a sudden I got a Twitch notification that said that Daft Punk was streaming. Now, a year ago, the duo that is an EDM staple in electric music for 20 plus years um, broke up about a year ago. And so I was not expecting this. And so I jumped into it. And by the time I got in, it said this live stream has ended. So I do some research. It turns out that they streamed the full version of their 1997 concert. And in this concert, if you know anything about Daft Punk, they generally are wearing big robot helmets and you can't see their faces. In this concert, they were not wearing their Ooh. helmets. So it was one of the only footages of this early time before their uh, big helmets and concealing their identities was out. And because of Twitch's policy of being able to screen capture and whatever... The only images of this Twitch stream are just people taking photos of their screen <laughs> with their phone. You can't. So we still, so we still so don't know are, what they really look like. Well, I mean, if you look pretty hard on the internet, you can find out what they look In like. In 1997, I mean, anyways. They're not. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah, that's true. I mean, did you hear that Daft Punk is that they are uh, partnering with NASA right, to, uh, to solicit bids from contractors? Yes, they are up all night to get Lockheed. <laughs> oh, oh. Well done. I know. You know I'm trying. I'm trying today. I really am. Hey, listen, stay right where you are because coming up, we have some insider secrets and tips that will make you sound so smart on all those Zoom calls. You don't want to miss it. And we have a whole bunch more, including, don't forget, my joke at the end. Oh, you're going to laugh so hard. Hey, welcome back to Tech Refresh. It's your weekly fun show about all things digital. And this is part of the podcast where we like to talk about tips. These are insider secrets that only professional people like us know 
and that we are willing to share with you. I mean, because we all have those tech geniuses and they don't often like to want to tell you what exactly and how things work. You know what I'm talking about. It's like, oh, just don't worry about it. I'll fix it for you. But let's talk about first key logging apps. And these are those secret apps that let you see someone's email, their photos, their text messages, their location, their social media accounts. Now, a lot of folks are getting paranoid that they have spying apps on their phone, right? But there are signs to look out for. Okay, we're going to start with your phone's battery. It just starts draining faster than usual. And that's because these snooping apps can run in the background and they are constantly consuming battery life. That can also cause sign number two. That's right. You touch your phone and it's hot and you're like, hmm, what is up with that? Because you weren't even using it. Number three, your data usage jumps dramatically, but you haven't been streaming any videos. You're not hanging out on Twitch or TikTok or whatever. You're not installing any apps. Uh, Number four, your phone just starts acting strangely. It's not you. It's the phone. You start seeing like strange pop-up ads. Text messages are just not going through. Your phone will reboot for absolutely no reason. And those are signs of malware. Uh, Number five, you have calls, email, text messages that you didn't make and send. You look at your inbox, your outbox, you're like, whoa, I don't know where that came from. And number six, under your security settings, you have a new facial ID alternate sign-in. Like, ooh, what is that? Or maybe you have an additional passcode. Really bad. That's really bad. So what can you do about it? Well, you reset your phone back to factory settings because after all, what do you call a computer when it gets infected with a keylogger, a rootkit, and a half a dozen backdoors? What do you call it? Anybody? Anybody? A free upgrade. That's a free upgrade. <laughs> um, all right. So, Ben, you're going to teach us how we can keep track of all of our shows? Oh, yeah. How smart is that? Oh, yeah. Yes. I mean, just think about a few years ago. It's like when we just had, like, cable. And it's like, oh, yeah, well, this show's coming back, and it's on CBS, or this one... It's on TNT. Now you've got that, and you've got, well, this is a Netflix original, or this is a Prime Video, or Disney Plus. And so all these new shows, all these water cooler shows, whatever else you whatever else you want to call them, it's hard to kind of keep track of when they're coming out, when new seasons are dropping. So anyway, a while ago, I'm going to let you guys in on a little secret. I like spreadsheets. I like making spreadsheets. Oh, wow. So Google (laughs) Sheets, I use them for work projects. I use them for like inventory, you know, the house kind of stuff. Well, I've also maintained one with kind of shows that me and my wife watch. And, uh, (laughs) you know, there may be some color codes and some tabs. but I'm not going to teach you guys that because that's just just, just too cool for me. Okay. Okay. You have like color codes and everything. Do you have like a, I mean, I don't mean to embarrass you, but do you have like a special spreadsheet between like, you know, you know. (laughs) Stuff that happened, you know. <laughs> no, no, nothing like that. But uh, good idea. Okay. So, making a note. Good idea. So, okay. All right. So back to the spreadsheet yeah. of movies. Yes. So, I'm not, yeah. That's, I just like making the spreadsheet. So I'm not going to teach you that. But there is a site that I use as backup, but everybody else can use it as kind of a primary. Uh, a couple sites are similar, like just, uh, one's called Just Watch and one's Real Good. Spelled R-E-E-L, like film real clever and stuff. That's the one I like. Um, you know, we've covered it before on the site. It's, it's really helpful in finding what to watch, new things to watch. But what I like it for is using it to track everything. So you, you go to this site, realgood.com, where you download the app on your phone and you check, basically check the box, you create the account and you check the box for all the streaming services you have, which channels you have, which services you have. And then you basically check off all the shows you watch or want to watch movies you want to see. And, um, 
they have access to like 150 different services and all that. So it's, you can find anything. Um, so let's say a great show, if you haven't seen it, For All Mankind on Apple TV+. Plus. It's really so, good. Yes. So I'll go to that and I'll check the box to track it. And I'll check another one that says, I've seen all the episodes. That way, it'll only notify me when new episodes come along. Not like, here's stuff that you've already watched, we're going to tell you to watch again. Um, there'll be a list, though, that you can reference for unwatched episodes of things you want to see or kind of in the progress, you're in the process of upcoming movies coming out. Anyway, great tool. Lots of other features I don't have time to get into. Uh, for those steps, there are a few to remember, but we've, we actually put a new write-up on the site for tracking your shows using this service real good and, uh, you know, really helpful in keeping track of all your shows, movies. You know, what? Have, okay, so I've been watching, have you guys seen Inventing Anna? Have you seen I've that on Netflix? I've heard a lot about it, but I haven't watched it. Oh, uh, I'm telling you, it, it is... Now phenomenal it? it is so good and it's um it's based on this they say a new york magazine they call it manhattan magazine but when you see the logo you're like oh that's the new yorker <laughs> and this reporter is really going into uh this woman sorokin who she was telling everybody in new york society like and she talks like i'm a wealthy european heiress I mean, and she's got like this, she has like this weird accent. I mean, it's like, she's supposed to be like Russian and German, but she speaks seven languages. Anyway, it's on Netflix. It's nine episodes. And if you are looking for something to watch that is, I, cause I like kind of, it's kind of based on a true story, but it's really, really interesting. Um, all right, Allie, you're going to tell us about a five minute computer cleanup, but you're not going to tell us like in five, take five minutes to tell us how to do oh, all no, this. Oh no, it just takes five minutes to do. Okay. This is my, okay. Excellent. all right, we got to get the patent going, patent pending. Um, so this is going to feel like a non sequitur, but stay with me. So when all of you cook, do you clean up as you go or do you let the mess build up and then clean up at the end? I clean up as I go. Okay. That's why I prefer to. It depends on what I'm making. And okay, Matt, let's it. the mess build up. That's what we're hearing here. <laughs> Yes. Well, Kim, yeah. <laughs> I want to be more like you. Um, I try to do that too with cooking. And I also try to do it with my computer and my tech. Um, I used to leave things to just pile up forever. And then it always feels like such a task to actually go in and clean things up. But for the last, I would say the last couple months, once a week, I do this little computer cleanup and I'm so much happier. So here's my little quick hit list. First, I clean up my desktop. So screenshots, any kind of junk that builds up that I don't actually need. I file away the things that I do want in the folders they go in. Then anything else, I delete. Uh, next, downloads folder. Most people don't think about their downloads folder and how much space that takes up, especially if you've saved those files somewhere else. Uh, a lot of them you probably don't need anymore, so go through there. Uh, trust me, if you actually do this once a week, it's not that hard to clean it out. It really doesn't take very long. Uh, and then, of course, all that stuff that you just put in the trash can, you actually want to empty the trash can, not just let everything sit there. So I think I'll do that right now. There you I'll go. trash. Okay. There you go. <laughs> on a Mac, empty trash on your, on your PC. You're going to empty your recycle bin. Uh, then browser. So I don't know about you all. I do have a, a habit of leaving tabs open. And so every time you open your browser again, you have all those tabs. So I make sure to go in, clean, you know, close out everything. Um, and make sure you actually restart your browser, like completely shut it down and restart it because that's when it actually updates. Um, otherwise you're going to be, you know, a version behind. And then my last step, I make sure I don't have any operating system updates or app updates to do. Give my computer a restart and there you go. Five minutes and everything's nice and fresh. Hey Ben. 
That looks like a spreadsheet opportunity. For me. <laughs> I, I, the wheels are already turning. <laughs> like different color codes for the device, for desktop versus folders, yeah, all that. kinds of stuff. <laughs> mm. See that happening. I think we could do mm. that. Well, that's really great, Al, because, you know, let me tell you, I hate spring cleaning. And spring cleaning is just running around the corner. I just hate it because, you know, those damn things just bounce all <laughs> over the place. Just, just, yeah. All right, Matt, you are going to use your voice with us, right? Yes. Yes. Okay. Whenever I'm doing the dishes and I'm scrolling on TikTok, I don't want to stop scrolling on TikTok because, as we just discussed, I let everything pile up. So I'm <laughs> going to be in there for a while. So... Uh, I saw this on TikTok. You can actually set up voice commands on an iPhone to be able to scroll a certain amount um, just using your voice. So you can say next, 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 and it'll just scroll you wow. through TikToks. Now, if you don't use TikTok, um, like uh, maybe you download the uh, the newspaper every morning and you want to be able to do something else while you're scrolling and reading through the tick or through the newspaper, you can use the same command. So what you'll do. If you're going, if you have an iPhone, it only works on an iPhone, is you go into accessibility, um, and then you're going to find voice controls. Once you're in there, you have to turn it on, be a little toggle, you turn it on. And once it's all ready to go, you're going to go to custom commands, create new commands, and then you can pick your phrase. So next, you can just type in whatever phrase that um, you want to say to be able to scroll, and then custom gesture, and then just scroll and save it. And then whenever you say next... Your phone will think that you're doing that too. See, you know, but so. it, it should be like, because I know like, you know, you living with your girlfriend and so it should be like, Matt, you'd be like, instead of saying next, say, I love you, honey. <laughs> and then it goes down. <laughs> just watch I it. love you, honey. <laughs> yes. Say it 140 <laughs> times it. a day. I just want you to know that I just love you. I just love you. All right. If you like these kind of quick hits and quick tips, make sure that you get our digital Life hacks and our daily tech updates. Wherever you get your podcast, just search for Commando with a K. Each one's only one minute. That's it. Just one minute hits. And you get two a day. So wherever you search for your podcast, just search for Commando and you get our daily tech updates and our digital life hacks. Now it's time where we talk about some tech trivia. Tech trivia. And I think it's Ben's turn this week to play stump all of us. And let me give you just some trivia that I found on the uh, on the web the other day. What popular social networking site was sold to News Corp, look at Matt, he's thinking about this, <laughs> for $580 million in 2005? Anybody? Anybody? News Think Corp. about it. MySpace? Okay. MySpace, yes. Yes, uh. it was MySpace. Okay, one more. What was eBay originally called? What was eBay originally called? Oh, Come on, uh. you know this. I've... Anybody? Oh, it's, you know what, when I tell you, you be like, oh, darn it. You ready? Auction web. Oh. Auction web. Yes. All right. So, Ben, take it away. What type of trivia are you going to stump us with this? Oh, it's, it is grand. Okay. Because you know, <laughs> it deals with one of, if not the absolute finest science fiction franchise there is, Star Trek. Okay. Mm. All right. Yes. You don't even Live have well, to be a fan to know that some of the real life invention, real life gadgets we have now, is thanks to Star Trek and some of the series. And I don't just mean things that oh they were going to happen anyway, but I'm talking about things directly inspired, like the cell phone. You know, the guy who's often referred to as the father of the cell phone, a guy named Martin Cooper, worked for Motorola back in the '70s. Love Martin. Yep. He's great. I love Martin. He He's amazing. He was directly influenced by the communicator on Star Trek. To, uh, you know, when he was developing the Motorola Dynatac. It didn't look anything <laughs> like the communicator at the time, but think about the flip phones later. They did. Mm. Okay. So, 
Mm-hmm. So you have a lot of technology Star Trek predicted. I mean, you know, iPads, all kinds of stuff. But here's the question. Let's see. Which of the following was something else created because of Star Trek? There's one thing on this list that was also inspired by Star Trek directly. Which was it? Okay. Was it A, okay. Microsoft Windows? Is it B, the SLA-1 3D printer? That would be the first 3D printer. C, Apple QuickTime? Or D, the Taser? <laughs> oh, come on, Matt. You're our trivia guy. Come on. Let's go. You know this. I know you do. I'm, I'll do, I'll do my, my logic logic out loud here. So I'm fairly certain that the taser was around before the Star Trek. At least an early taser was around before Star Trek. Um, I'm pretty sure that... What was the first one Microsoft you said? Microsoft Windows. I'm pretty sure that Microsoft Windows might not be it, but it's my second choice. If I had to go with the best option, I'm going to go with the 3D printer. I know that on Star Trek they have that little thing you can open a little door and anything that you type <laughs> in replicator. comes out of it. Um, <laughs> replicator, excuse me. So I'm gonna go with uh, I'm gonna go with the 3D okay. printer. What do you think, Al? That was my guess too. I'm gonna go 3D printer. Okay, I, I'll be honest. I really didn't know, but I'll go with you guys because you're both smart. <laughs> okay, so uh, so either we're all super smart or we're just Joe losers. Mm-hmm. So what's the answer? The answer is. Well, you guys didn't get it. So the, the other product <laughs> oh. directly inspired by Star Trek was Apple QuickTime. Mm. So yeah, Apple engineer Steve oh. Perlman was watching an episode of Star Trek The Next Generation and you had a character using a computer to listen to several music tracks at once. <laughs> he wanted to be able to do that too. So he created, <laughs> he developed QuickTime in 1991, which is a multimedia program built into Macs where you can compress, store music, video and files. And that indirectly led to things like MP3s and streaming music. So. Nice. That's good stuff. Wow. God, you know what, Matt, last time I trust you. Jeez. Seriously. God. I know. Fair yeah. enough. I've only won every other one. But okay. Jeez. <laughs> uh, hey, listen, stay right where you are because coming up, Matt is going to be back and he's going to tell us what the heck the internet's talking about. So stay right where you are. And don't forget my joke at the end. Oh, my gosh. You're going to laugh so hard. Well, I hope so. <laughs> Welcome back to Tech Refresh. It's your weekly fun podcast about all things digital. And just a quick reminder, make sure that you get The Current. That's right, getthecurrent.com, getthecurrent.com. I'm going to say that until you say it back to me because you've already done it. Getthecurrent.com. Exclusive links and videos. It's a fabulous newsletter. comes out Tuesdays and Saturdays, and you don't want to miss any issue. So again, that's getthecurrent.com. All right, so Matt, you are a dedicated internet scout because I have to tell you, until this podcast, I never thought of washing the dishes and saying next to my phone so I could scroll through TikTok videos. But uh, <laughs> but I see now that all things are possible. So what do you learn from TikTok? Tell us. So when NFT started, they were basically a way for the community to take back the idea of money and blah, 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 this huge, you know, egalitarian world. Well, it's gone the opposite direction lately. With celebrities upon celebrities upon celebrities creating their own NFTs to then rake in an extra $4 million from selling a picture of themselves. So the internet has started to turn against these celebrity NFTs big time. 
But that's not stopping celebrities because they're so in touch. That's not stopping celebrities from continuing to come out with them. So, for example, recently, Snoop Dogg just came out with his own NFT collection. Not just one, a whole collection of NFTs. Um, Terry Crews just released his own collection of NFTs. Um, Chrissy Teigen has her own NFTs. There's just too many celebrities that are releasing their, these NFTs that are just kind of getting... It almost looks sounds greedy to, to the most of the people on TikTok, most of the people on the internet. So those sales have started to decline. When it used to be that when they launched these new NFTs, there'd be a, a wait list and there'd be hundreds of thousands of people waiting in line to try to buy these things. It's not really happening that way anymore. Oh, so. so does that mean I'm too late to release some <laughs> NFTs? Is that it? Are you telling me like I, I missed that boat? Oh, uh, my gosh. I mean, Maybe. We'll see what happens in the next year. All right, or so. put that on the spreadsheet, Ben. Put that on the list of things to do. All yeah. right. Uh, speaking of celebrities, I guess we're saying some names wrong. Yes. So Lindsay Lohan just got back on TikTok. She hadn't been on there for a long time. And the very first thing she did was correct how everybody was pronouncing her name since she first became famous. So in this little short series, she came in and she said, oh, it's actually not pronounced Lindsay Lohan. It's pronounced Lindsay <gasps> Lohan. What? And we've been all been saying it wrong for oh, 20 right. plus years. So when she did this announcement, the internet was like, well, whose else names have we been saying wrong? So first of all, I'm going to go through some of these names. Ariana Grande, not Ariana Grande. It's pronounced Ariana Grande. That's how her family Grande. pronounces okay. the name. Hmm. Grande. Um, Rihanna. It's not mm-hmm. Rihanna. It's Rihanna. Rihanna. Okay. That's how it's actually pronounced. Um, there was... Um, Charlie's Throne. It's not Charlie's Throne. It's Charlie's Therin. Oh, okay. So, so, so a how whole come bunch of these that were just how been come like nobody corrected it? Like, <laughs> I mean, why didn't Lindsay come out? I mean, when she we were all talking about how many times she was getting thrown in jail, why didn't she come out and say, "Okay, yeah. that's not really me. I'm not Lindsay Lohan. <laughs> I'm Lindsay. What was it? Lo- Loan or whatever? What was it? Lohan. I mean, is she Lindsay Lohan? <laughs> okay, that's she how her sure. family has been pronouncing it, and her parents Lohan. pronounce it. So. I think they do this because their their whole value is in their name recognition. So if you try to change your name in the middle of becoming famous, it makes it more difficult mm. to continue with that trend. Okay. Well, uh, Kim Commando is my name, and I, I and that's the way you pronounce it. <laughs> Kim right? Commando, right? I mean, that's Mondo. Kim Commando. Kim Commando. Yes, Commando. But, you know, it's funny is that um, when I sometimes when I call Ian, I'll say you know Siri call Ian, and then she'll say calling Ian Yoon. Yoon. <laughs> and I'm like, that's not how you pronounce it, but that's okay. All right. So what else do you have for us? What else is the internet talking about, Matt? There is this huge trend on TikTok right now of everybody making fun of this one single, I guess you'd call her a celebrity. Her name's Julie Fox. She's currently or kind of still in a relationship with Ye, with Kanye West. And she went on this interview where she was talking about muses, artistic muses. And they go, the interviewer asks her, oh, do you think you're Kanye's muse? And she says, well, uh, I was Zach Gafty's muse when he wrote Uncut Jabs. <laughs> and she says it just Uncut like that. Because she's this model socialite from New York City. And so she now everybody's <laughs> making fun of her. If you go on TikTok and type in Uncut Gems. It's just people going, oh, I got uncut jobs. So over okay, and over so, and over. so can you use that in a sentence for me? Like, how would you use it? Like, I mean, I mean, you wouldn't say like, wow, um, this party is so uncut jobs, <laughs> would you? I mean, 
if it's a really posh, fancy party where everybody's acting pretentious, I, I, that's exactly <laughs> how I'd use it. I'd be like, oh my gosh, this party's so uncut job. Oh, okay. Well done. Like, Can't say like, it. Oh, so like, you know, this yeah. podcast is so uncut job. Okay. <laughs> uncut okay, jobs. so like, so when I, Ian FaceTimes me because he's getting his front yard done uh, at his house. So, sure. I mean, just, I, I'm just going to, should I just say, wow, you know, the front looks like so uncut jobs. Okay. Yeah. All right. Perfect. Yes. You wow, should absolutely awesome. say that. <laughs> okay. Like this, eh? Now this is, and he'll be like, he'll be like, yeah. mom, how did you know that? I'm like, mm, I just, I'm just so with it. I'm just so, so hip. I mean, you know. The, you spent all day on next, TikTok. You know, there's a, yes. Next, next. No, I love you. I love you. I love you. That's what it is. All right, Allie, tell us what's trending on commando.com. Well, I am always the odd one out because I'm an Android user and you all are on iPhones, but looks like the people were with me this week because we had a couple trending Android tips. Um, one was eight simple tips to speed up and clean out your phone, which is always a good idea. We also told you about Android's hidden voice command menu. This is actually really cool. We'll show you how to find it and what you can do with it. Uh, the term smishing, does everybody know what that is? A little pop quiz? Yes, yeah. we do, we do. All right, scam text messages. Uh, they're popular because they work. So we are going to give you um, some tips to protect yourself from those, some new things to watch for. And then on the iPhone side, we've got seven important iPhone security settings because there are so many and you need to know the ones to actually go in and turn on. So we'll show you how to do that too. So make sure you hit commando.com. And when you're there, you know, we always have these share buttons, right, Al, at the top of the articles. Tell people how they could use those. We do. They are for Twitter, Pinterest, and Facebook. So under the headline, you'll see the little icon. You just click it and it opens up for you to make a post right there. So you can say, wow, I'm so much smarter because I read this post from commander.com or whatever you want to say to share it. But that way your friends and your family, everybody that you're friends with online, they can come to our website and see that too. And you can also say, you know, this post about the seven iPhone tricks, uncut jobs. Uncut jobs. <laughs> uncut jobs. Exactly. All right, stay right where you are because Ben is coming up and he's going to give us a great review of a studio doc. And if you don't know what a studio doc is, well, that's why you really ought to keep listening. And don't forget at the end, the funniest joke ever in the entire universe. No pressure. <laughs> Welcome back to Tech Refresh. As I like to say, it's your weekly fun podcast about all things digital. And just a quick reminder to rate, review, follow, subscribe. Tell all your family members and friends about Tech Refresh because, you know, we need more listeners. Let's just put it that way. And then also don't forget, you want to get the current. Getthecurrent.com. Just do it already because then I can stop harping about it. Getthecurrent.com. It's a great newsletter. comes out twice a week. Exclusive links and news and tips. And you're just going to love it. Getthecurrent.com. All right, so Ben, bad boy, you are ready to wow us with a review of the Kensington Studio Doc. Bum, Sounds bum, fancy. Bum. Batteries not included. <laughs> Ooh. Oh. Yeah, you have to plug it into the wall. So this all deals with iPads, okay? <laughs> because, you know, tablets like iPads, they keep getting more advanced. They keep kind of blurring the line between traditional laptops, things like that, especially when you slap on a keyboard and, you know, a mouse. Well, the Studio Doc is basically kind of like a, a hub for your iPad. It's meant to kind of it's kind of meant to be a docking station for newer iPads like the iPad Air and certain iPad Pro models. So it's got it's a magnetic dock. You you stick the you know the iPad to it, dock it on the USB-C and you can swivel it, you can tilt it 
And then it's got kind of got this uh, this neck that goes down, and on the back you've got USB ports, you know, USB C, uh, an SD card slot, you know, good for photographers, things like that. And you can plug in keyboards and mice, and it's even got a couple wireless chargers for like your iPhone and your AirPods. That's cool. Anyway, it's really nice. Yeah, that is. Yeah, they it came out about a year ago, uh, right after the uh, the 2020 iPads were announced, um, and. <laughs> These things were new. I mean, brand new aluminum. And then a few months later, last fall, Apple releases a new iPad Pro, the 13-inch screen, and it's half a millimeter thicker than the previous one. And so anyone with this Bummer. brand new dock, it didn't work with. So they had to release <laughs> a, yeah, whole so they had to release a new one. So they're, just, they're now three versions of this dock, one for like the 11-inch and then two for the 13-inch variety. Anyway. Like I said, made of aluminum, kind of this nice little carpet canvas charging pads. Um, you can buy an optional uh, dock for the side so you can drop your uh, Apple Watch on it too. Of course. It's got its limitations. And one of them is not Apple. It's not Kensington's fault. So it's got, a, it's got an HDMI port on the back so you can plug in another monitor. But iPad OS doesn't let you extend the display. You can only mirror uh. it. So that's dumb. yeah, you plug in the second monitor, you're looking at exactly what's on the other screen. So uh, limitation on Apple's part, and it's kind of expensive. This one is four hundred dollars. Yeah, you know what? That's, that's a lot, lot of money. It's a lot of money. It's a lot of money. I mean, when you even when you consider the price of an iPad Pro, it's still kind of a lot of money. So, and if you want that extra Apple Watch uh, add-on, you know, dongle, I guess we'll call it. That's an extra seventy oh, come bucks. On. Oh my god! So you're up to all like five hundred dollars for this? Mm -hmm. This is not. Real. Yeah, probably over that with tax. I would. It's in the. You know, it, it's nice. The build is nice, but like the wireless pads are kind of slow. They're not like fast charging. I gave it three out of five bin heads because, like I said, it is nice, and some people would benefit from it. But you've got to be like, okay, this is somebody who's already decided the iPad is my computer. I don't use a regular computer, and yeah. they're using it like. They're like a pro user, and I mean like graphic designer. I mean, you know, photography. Somebody who uses the iPad for like very precise, you know, jobs and functions. So in that case, using this to turn it into kind of like a like a mini iMac, it, it's worth it. But for the everyday user, it just, just doesn't get yourself really have a little keyboard and mouse. <laughs> I was, you know, yeah. I was going to say, or just go buy yeah. yourself a I, MacBook at this We point. bought a, I mean, a, an iPad Pro, yeah. and it's really, really nice. Seriously. And it was a lot more money than my new MacBook, which is pretty funny. It felt like, oh, this is weird. <laughs> it but is. Weird. Would, yeah. Now, okay. Do you remember the iHome, that old docking station you would plug your iPod oh, yes. into and it would play in? Those things are really expensive, <laughs> and now you can go to the dollar store yeah, and the, get the, the same thing. It's like crazy. Yeah, that doesn't really work. Yeah. All right, so you have the whole review over on the website and then links to the right one that people actually want to buy them, right, Ben? Oh, yeah, absolutely. Okay, so just search commando.com for the Kensington Studio Doc. All right, now, are you guys ready for, like, the funniest joke ever? I mean, are you ready to, like, really laugh? I mean, this is a great joke. Okay, and since we started the podcast about a robot, we're going to end this episode with a robot, okay? All right, so a dad buys a robot that is really a lie detector, and it slaps anyone who lies. And so the dad asks his son, where were you today? And the son says, oh, I was at school. Well, the robot goes over and just slaps him right across the face. 
And the son says, all right, all right. I didn't really go to school. I went surfing. And then the robot slaps him again. And so the son says, all right, okay. I was hanging out with my girlfriend. And the dad says, what? You are too young to have a girlfriend. I never hung out with girls at your age. The robot zooms over, <laughs> slaps the father right across the face. And the mom starts laughing, and she says, well, I have to say, he is your son after all. And then the robot zooms over to her and slaps her across the face. Wow. <laughs> that was good. All right. Okay, that was a good one. We all laughed. That all was right. a good one. Uh, so thanks for listening to Tech Refresh. And just a quick reminder, make sure that you give us a great five-star review and send us your comments about the podcast. We'd love to hear from you. Easiest way is to send an email to podcasts at commando.com. Once again, that's podcasts at commando.com. Allie, Ben, and Matt, great job as always, and we'll do it again next week. 